You wanna hear a good joke? Nobody speak, nobody get choked. Sports fans, it is Friday here on 89.1 KHOL and Teton Sports Talk is here to bring you a little bit closer to your weekend. And we'll start the show with a Carl Weathers tribute. Action. That's This is my lines. Okay, I'm Chubbs. Massey, Massey Zeman is Chubbs. And Graham <laughs> Trainers, Happy Gilmore. Let's just set the stage here. Okay, I'm Chubbs. Uh, oh, I lead. Okay, here we go. Action. Let's just cut all, all that other stuff. Action. Back in 1965, Sports Illustrated said I was going to be the next Arnold Palmer. Yeah? What happened? They wouldn't let me play on the Pro Tour anymore. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Because you're black? Hell no. Damned alligator bit my hand off. Wait, wait, aren't you supposed to go, am I supposed to show the wooden hand? That Your line is, oh my God, this is great. This is great podcast. Oh, man. sorry, sorry. That's your line. That's your it's line, trainer. Oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, tournament down in Florida. I hooked my ball in the rough down by the lake. Damn alligator just popped up, cut me down on my prime, in my prime. You got me, but I tore one of the bastard's eye out though. Look at that. You're pretty sick, Chubbs. A guy your size? Why don't you play a real sport like football? My mama wouldn't sign the permission slip. Said it might be a little too dangerous. Yeah, good call. And, and scene. scene. All right, I think we nailed that. <laughs> you think Carl Weathers will be happy with our uh, with our rendition there of Happy Gilmore? It is sad. Carl Weathers. Let's let's go over his career. You're the movie buff, but off the top of my head, oh, off the top of my head, Predator. Yeah. Ro- Rocky Rocky like, yeah. 1 through 3. Spoiler alert. 4, four. he passes away. So it was tough. Oh, yeah. right, right, right. 1 in real life, four. in real life it happened unfortunately. Um Happy Gilmore obviously. Mhm. And now I'm blanking. Give give the people what they need to know. Oh, Mandalorian would be his for the kids out there Mandalorian. He had a great role on Mandalorian. Oh, um, and he was in, in first, Star Wars. First three season. Duh. And he's a star he's a Star Wars guy. Uh, recently so he kind of took over the land of calrissian the billy d williams you know the you know add, add some add some soul to star wars as they say yeah as they should as they should have yeah yeah car weathers it was so weird um last thursday did we record last thursday i think we did so i had a few pops afterwards after our show with spencer which was very fun and guess who got into 90s comedies and the second thing I watched, Happy Gilmore. The next morning, Carl Weathers has passed. It was oh boy, that weird. That yeah. is isn't that weird? Yeah, that that's kind of the universe speaking to one another. We it were raised. We were raised on some of those '90s comedies that are br- absolutely brilliant. I mean, we had Chris Farley and Adam Sandler, and just just kind of mold our minds into how I speak to the rest of the world today. Mm-hmm. I watched Son About Mary and then Happy Gilmore right after. And fun fact, back in 96, listeners, this is how old I am, had my first French kiss in the theater to Happy Gilmore. And Reese's Pieces were involved. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Ground your parents breaking. about 1996. All right. Um, what do, we, do we want to continue on the Carl's weather or do we want to talk about sports? You would have been happy with that. That was we'll yeah, yeah. short and sweet. Good scene. I mean, and he, and he'll be a meme until the end of time with Arnold Schwarzenegger's arm in his hand. And, and then you son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's gonna it's he's he's gonna live on forever. Let's so, be real quick. L, very L.A. Very hey, hey, it's great great reading lines with you, brother. Yeah. <laughs> what? Just saying. They say in the acting world. It's great great reading lines with you, brother. Oh, oh, I thought you said doing lines, and then I was my mind went elsewhere. Oh, that's LA. It's very LA. That might be LA as well. Um, okay. And, and Vegas. And Vegas. Speaking of which, sports week, it's a uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The clips coming out of the Super Bowl are very funny. That's because I follow funny people and not the serious people at the Super Bowl. Um, I think the funniest storyline coming out of this, and we can either talk about this now or later, but have you heard about the most sure. recent Sodgate? Sodgate. Uh yes, it revolves around a ninety-two percentile. Is that correct? Oh, I don't know. All I heard was the 49ers were complaining about the sod on their practice oh. facility at UNLV. 
you know, be struggling for NIL deals and mm. they need to improve their football team like UVA. So, yes, I thought you were referring to 92% of the NFL PA's poll that players want to get rid of turf for oh. grass. You're talking about something about the Super Bowl specifically. So continue. So basically the 49ers are practicing at UNLV. I'm not sure where Kansas City is practicing. There's plenty of football fields around Las Vegas. So Taylor Swift's mansion. Um that there might be a field big enough to hold up Kansas City Chiefs practice in probably one of her properties. Not just gonna say that. But so basically what they they did is they went and laid sod over field turf at the UNLV practice facility to like make it more like the game surface and it just stinks and it is not working. But, (laughs) but this is two Super Bowls in a row where we have paid very close attention to the, to the turf, to the sod. You know what else stinks? What? Pat Mahomes senior's arrest record. Yes. Yes. That's something that came (laughs) to light. That's something that came to light recently. He just got pulled over for his third DUI. Yeah. yeah, I got some stats. So just, just go ahead and read them. Um, let's maybe, maybe, but let's talk about how co- uh, composed Patrick Mahomes has been through. Yes, his yes. wife, his brother, his father, and his good friend's <laughs> girlfriend, all posing distractions. Every some of the major players or people in his life have become an off-field distraction, but he seems to be locked in. But go ahead, list out. Yeah, the give only- me those depressing stats. Nah. No, it's. I mean, I don't need to bring light to this. He and I share something in common in the state of Texas. We'll just, you know, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> what? Days in jail? Have you spent days in jail? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Is that scrub from your record since you turned 18? Uh, was it a juvie? Yeah, was I guess, it juvie? No, it wasn't juvie. It was college. But it's it's like something I don't have to bring up anymore, you know, in, in the old red oh, yeah, in the, it's in the world. It's sealed. It's sealed. It's sealed. Yeah. Does the insurance companies still uh, insure you at a rate, at a at a friendly yes. rate? Because I'm good it's with sealed. the rate. Yes, I don't need to. I don't need to switch to State Farm. Speaking of Mahomes, because uh, yep. I'm on Progressive with Flow, and that's fine. Everything's going well. Thanks for asking. Oh, okay. All right. Just wondering. Just trying to dial in <laughs> what we're really talking about here. Yeah. Dig in there. What uh, What other storylines do we have coming out besides the obvious ones? Oh, do you want to you want to hop right into underrated, overrated, properly rated? Yeah, sure. Properly Let's do, rated, oh, underrated, yeah. overrated, properly rated okay. storylines okay. cool. for the Super Bowl because that's what we're mainly going to talk about. Besides yeah. SEC football, which somehow made its way into my huddle, but whatever. S- who did SEC football? Yeah, oh, as it always does. Okay, gotcha. yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking if this goes well, if the the suits at KHL like it, we'll make it a part of our huddle. For you know basketball post football, we need some more content. Okay. Um, under underrated, overrated, properly rated watch parties versus just kind of hanging out with the baby. You know, you know, is it, you know watch parties. Yes, watch parties in general. It depends on you. Got to know the setup. You have to know the mm-hmm. setup. You have to know the fandom and where the heads at of the person hosting the party. Now, if they're the casual fan and they're not going to pay close attention to the Super Bowl. And the sound's not going to be on, and the focus nice. is not going to be there. Then, then it's overrated. Some watch parties are overrated, but let's say somebody's got some money on the line, maybe a future, and there's a rooting interest. That's a place where you want to go. That's where the energy is going to be the highest. Now, my uh, lovely wife, I said, "Where do you want to watch the Super Bowl?" Because I could just do it at home with with you and Adeline, or you and my kid, and. Our, we have a seven-month-old, and she was Bull like, brag. the only the only way I'm watching the Super Bowl is with the most people and the most good food. So I might be sucked into ah. a watch party. And so in my situation, overrated. What, what's, gotcha. What, what, what do you say? Watch party, watch party to me is my dogs and my kid. So that's my ideal Probably, watch okay. party. Properly or underrated to Hillary? Yeah, I think I think overrated too. I, I'm at I'm at a very I'm at an advanced age where um, you know I'm getting up there. I'm getting close to Carl Weathers' age, and I think that yeah, I'd rather just you know enjoy and be comfortable. I will be doing Leia, Princess Leia, my child, my daughter mm-hmm. will be doing the pup her first puppy bowl on Saturday Ooh. ahead of the big game. Double screens. She's, been, she's actually been um, entered into a contest for a puppy bowl, so very 
Very big congrats on your birthday. Way Plus to go, Leia. I know. Exciting stuff. That is exciting stuff. All right, give me the next one. Travis Swift. Just the whole the whole thing. Well, it's obviously over it's obviously overrated because you're having political figures weigh in that there's some sort of democratic psyop going on where Travis Kelsey has taken the Pfizer shot, thus he is a a mm. uh, cyborg from the far left that was given a billionaire girlfriend mm. for his participation in the uh scam that is science. That Deep part, state. that part is overblown. The other part okay. is obsessing over where Taylor Swift will sit. Mm. And the obsession of people saying, I'm so sick of Taylor Swift. It's a cool storyline. One of the best players in football is dating the biggest celebrity in the world. It doesn't, it mm -hmm. doesn't bother. I respect this storyline for what it is and not all the like tangent branches coming off of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So I think, yeah, it's, totally. I think it's overrated, but at the consumption that I'm taking it, it's, it's properly rated. I think it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. I think it's populated, properly rated that it's been fun, especially knowing like I looked at the stats of how much he's actually been shown in, in seconds per telecast. It's not so bad. We can calm down about that. You know, give, yeah, give isn't her a it like, isn't, isn't the seconds she's been on TV, like 90 in the last two games, 90 seconds. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. It's yeah. something, it's something absurd. The people that Overrated. are like, I'm so tired of looking at Taylor Swift. I'm like you look at her like 20 seconds a game. Everybody calm down. Yeah, underrated mm -hmm. in the potential storyline of Travis. I put Travis Swift for a reason. If he retires along with his coach, Andy Reid, into the sunset and becomes Travis Swift, the man husband, the Mr. Mom, oh. potential Mr. Mom. Sounds mm -hmm. great. There's probably going to be a reality but, show based on it. It'll be fine. They'll make yeah, so much you know, money. She just won album of the year again. Maybe there's a bun in the oven. We don't know much yet. We're going to find out a lot. Oh, a, little, a little speculation there. A little, <laughs> you heard it here first. Where, who, what that are your more, sources? What are your sources? Well, they're better than the, the cyborg uh, Pfizer head guy. <laughs> Who's that? Alex Jones? Who was that? <laughs> I, think, I think it was a, a publicly elected officials. Oh, it's a DeSantis? Uh, I think I think if you circle Wisconsin, you can dig in a little bit there. I think that might be got it. That might be the place, or or Florida. Uh, yeah, just just named him. Cool. Uh, commercials. It's a chick next from up Florida commercials. Uh, they're Check overrated. <laughs> they're overrated this year. They're they're talking about bringing back some oldies but goodies. Mm. They're they're. I don't need what to see the peace train. Well, they're talking about bringing the peace train back and the Clydesdales back. It's like just do it. I don't care. Like, oh, cool, a Clydesdale commercial. I'm over the Super Bowl buzz when it comes to commercials. <laughs> I watch them. I think they're cool. But sometimes they're – what was the last two Super Bowls? There was that floating icon badge that people had hmm. to, like, QR put code? on the phone. QR code, thank you. Like, no, mm -hmm. no. Nah, nah. I'm not even bothering. That does not even pique my interest at all. I'm not being interactive with my commercials. Massey, QR codes are all the rage. You might get a free Wendy's uh, chicken sandwich in town, so pay Ooh, attention, please. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, yes, I agree. Uh, people, it's it's uh, they're overrated. It's overrated to like turn the. Let's say you're in a you're in a bar or a watch party, and it's like let's focus on making sure the audio for the commercials are on. That drives me crazy. That's double overrated. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or when, or when people that are disinterested in the game pay attention to the commercials, I'm like, dude, have you just been completely, just your brain has been swapped? Like, dude, it's, it costs a million dollars a second for the Super Bowl. It's like, <laughs> you're just talking about how outrageous capitalism has gotten. All right, yeah, what's exactly. next? All right, here's the actual sports one. Kyle right. Shanahan's Demons. Yeah, yeah, it's actually not being, it's not as glaringly front page clickbait as... It normal like mm -hmm. it as it has been in the past. Super Bowl demons, this game. Super Bowl yeah. Demons, yeah, the monkey off his back, Steve Young type of thing. Um, I think that might be a little underrated because I'm not seeing it. I mean, I I know the storylines, but do other people know that he has gotten to this stage with a couple different teams in a couple different roles, not always as head coach, and mm -hmm. lost. And and one of those losses, he had the record comeback on him, down twenty eight mm -hmm. to three to the Pats. Like there's. 
there is a lot of demons. And not only that, um, wasn't someone on his staff on that same team? Oh no, excuse me, that was Dan Quinn. He's now with the he's now with the Commanders. Dan Quinn gets no credit for that Super Bowl loss. Kyle Shanahan somehow gets all the credit for the loss, and he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. And Dan Quinn was the head coach, and he is fine. Not yeah, and neither does the so Dan Quinn was the head coach. Kyle Shanahan was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. And I don't even know who the, the defensive the defensive coordinator. I'm sure Dan Quinn was because he's a defensive coordinator at his root. Yeah. He he gets all he gets blamed, but nobody blames whoever the defensive coordinator was at the time. I even know who it was. Oh, the, the Falcons to... defensive coordinator who let that lead that lead leak out. It just Kyle Shanahan gets all the blame because he kind of did honestly like he, well, he changed kept, his, he kept throwing the ball. Yeah, he changed his it's almost like what the Ravens did when you think about it. Last two weeks ago now, with uh ditching their normal um offensive strategy. That's and a- just kind of like getting cold feet. And then he obviously he blew the the Garoppolo Super Bowl uh, four years ago with the Niners. Uh they blew at least like a ten point lead in that one in the fourth quarter. So Yeah, I'm, yeah. So Stick to stick to your gun, Shanahan. This go around, lose if you're gonna lose, lose. Giving the ball to your guys, how about that? Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go overrated on this one. All right, or maybe underrated. Maybe I don't know. Don't freak out because don't freak out. This is strike three, so underrated. Yeah, I yeah. think it's underrated. 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 Food. Food. Oh, what for you the eat. game. Hmm. If you if you're just now participating in football food for the first time at the Super Bowl, then dig in. But for people like Trainer and I, I'm feeling like I need to lose a couple of LBs because my football diet is not good. I don't know if you can deep fry beer, but basically that's the caloric intake I've been having all football season. Just deep fried whatever beer, pizza. It's it's been a long road. I think I needed to lose a couple pounds. Yeah, speaking of Texas, uh, the Texas Longhorns horns down. Don't say it. Don't say it anymore. It's canceled. Um, oh, oh, speaking of saying that at the Texas State Dude, Fair, these softies the- coming to the SEC don't <laughs> like horns down. Like, what do you? Did no one in the Big Twelve punch you in the mouth? You go down to Not LSU and yet. get mad at a Cajun for doing horns down. He's going to show you what it means to be in the SEC as a fan. Don't do horns down. Well, now I'm going to kick your teeth in. All right. Speaking of Carl Weathers, New Orleans native, um, Texas State Fair, uh, deep fried beer, just just to give you an example. Yes, I think food is properly rated. Yes. And I think this actually kind of ties into the watch party. If you go to a bar, they're going to have bar food. They're going to have wings, burgers, pizza. If you stay at home, or you go to, sorry, if you go to a watch party, they're gonna have nachos, wings. They're gonna get stuff that's super Buffalo related. Chicken if you dip. stay at home, yeah, you can have a nice chicken Caesar. If you stay home with the baby, you know, you can do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's important. It's important to like uh, enjoy what you got. All right, I will take some buffalo chicken dip, though. Man, that stuff disappears. I don't know why it disappears until September. It's unbelievable. Brock Purdy's. Let's just say his his chance to elevate himself because he could either join Kurt Warner. Brock Purdy was Mr. Relevant last pick in the draft. Kurt Warner is the only undrafted. So that's one step below <laughs> Mr. Relevant yeah. undrafted guy to win a Super Bowl. And, or he can stick in the Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome is the only quarterback to start a quarterback, start a Super Bowl who was undrafted. So those two guys, one, one, two, sorry, one, one, one with the, uh, with the Rams, Went to another one with the Cardinals. Jake DeLone went to one with the Panthers, lost to, to the uh, Patriots. Excuse me. Purdy has a chance to be that guy. He has a chance to become Kurt Warner a little bit. Uh, a little bit, yeah. I mean, Kurt bit. Warner was surrounded by athletes. I mean, he's the greatest show on turf, right? Or is that was that? Yeah, he had all the weapons. Ever? Yeah, and so does Brock uh, Purdy. Right. Yeah, he's got the weapons. Yep. You know, right now it doesn't seem like Mr. Irrelevant I don't know because he's just he's just good. It just look you just look he's, at football he's players. He's, very, like, he's chill. He's got ice in his veins. You look at football players, especially the QB position with a rotating door. That every now and then we're just like, oh, this guy might be pretty good at football. And you look at his draft, and somehow that's his only resume. You go back further, Iowa State, not a great resume there either. It's just all of a sudden 
he can process at an NFL level and get it to his weapons. And Kyle Shanahan is a wonderful um, coach for the quarterback position, especially with their zone blocking scheme. So it's like, yeah, I I like that storyline. I, I think it's underrated because I don't know if we're talking about it as much. So I like it yeah. underrated. I agree. I think it's one of those things where, you know, when you think about Purdy, you think about the last like 10 years, I forgot to look this up, but off the top of my head, Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. We got Brady, we got Mahomes a couple times, we got Russell Wilson, we've got um we've got Matthew Stafford, we got prestige, we got Peyton Manning with the Broncos. Yep. We don't really have anybody since like Joe Flacco, honestly, that like in two thousand like over or ten years ago or eleven years ago, that was kind of like a eh. I mean, Flacco was drafted a lot higher, but he's that guy that can actually kind of elevate his status based off winning a Super Bowl, being like he just kind of He's just kind of calm, cool, and collected. Not a big, you know, headline getter as a quarterback, obviously. All right. National hangover National Hangover Day for uh, getting PTO from work. Okay. Wait. Monday after. Um, it should be it's every uh Super Bowl should be on President's Day weekend. I, I like that. That just, should be a like let's see, uh Biden and uh Goodell little collaboration. Yeah, there should be. I mean, we we have holidays for everything now let's just make them let's just really embrace the american american spirit here and have a holiday after the super bowl and if you want to line it up with president's day that's fine but if you just want to have an additional holiday in the american calendar let's just have the super bowl man so properly rated underrated in the fact that there needs to be an initiative an american initiative like a voting yeah. platform for this yeah i, I bet that. you could i bet you could win office and whatever you wherever you want to win office by saying by running on this platform yeah i it's can not be somebody's camp- campaign advisor for a certain amount of money i can it's be not bought. too late it's it's you know it's mid quarter 1 we got till november use it somebody somebody you know attach your name to it no one knows who Um, listens to the show what q1 and q2 are all right our audience is well below that (laughs) legacy and family Uh, this is is not bashing our audience i do love you guys i'm just saying quit quit with your corporate talk massey's a man of the people quit with your corporate talk trainer (laughs) legacy legacy and family so there's a fun fact here the father i don't think i brought this up last week the father of both super bowl quarterbacks were also professional pitchers did I bring this up? No. Brock Purdy's dad was a professional pitcher. I thought he was a cotton farmer in like the Central Valley of California. He looks he looks like one. He looks like I'm Rick pretty Barn sure he and, is, dude. Well, he's he played for a uh let's see, it looks like a farm team called the Hawks, the Boise Hawks. So Boise, mm, you know, mm, Idaho, yep. local team. Um, he looks like Rick Vaughn in this picture because it looks like he's wearing the old uh 80s Indian jersey. And then you got Pat Mahomes, who played eleven actual MLB seasons. So that's kind of cool, right? Legacy. All right, yeah. legacy. Yep, yep. Fam- family, family, family legacy. Sure. Vin, Vin Diesel, family. family. Um, John Elway, family. Currently, the only person to win a Super Bowl as the player and a general manager. Now, John Lynch could also join that These as a GM of the Niners because he he won one with the Bucks. All right, John Lynch. There's a there's a little thing. A lot of a lot of people want this. A lot of people want to win this game. And last one, Shanahan again. Go ahead. Kyle Shanahan, or sorry, Mike Shanahan, Mm -hmm. Kyle's daddy, won one with Ed McCaffrey. Yep. Christian McCaffrey's dad. And Shanahan, Kyle, and McCaffrey, um, Christian, can win one together too. Family. Wouldn't you just like, as two grown men to win Super Bowls, look at your sons and just be like, we are elite. My. Adonis's my genetic sequence are champs. So no one <laughs> like there's no doubt. Even he only Kyle only has hot, half of Mike's genetic sequence. Somewhere in that sequence is a champion, Super Bowl champion. Christian mm. McCaffrey, his dad looks at his sons like somewhere in there is my DNA sequence, and that's a Super Bowl champion's champion it's, DNA. It's very much like the uh and then you go like party the, your face off with your kids. Neither of the Watt brothers have won one, but the, I'm sure Daddy Watt looks at TJ and JJ and he's like, "I'm pretty awesome." The mom's like, "Yeah, I can birth some good boys." And yeah, then yeah. You got a, uh, you got a. Uh, remember, remember, um, Clay Matthews, the Matthews family. They're just like full, you know, the, the Packers World uh, World Series, uh, Packers World Series again on the brain. Pitchers and catchers report soon, 
Um, Clay Matthews won one with the Packers with uh, our ACC great Aaron Rodgers from Cal. And yeah, the the Matthews, that's a lineage of NFL guys. So, you know. All right. That was some good storylines. I didn't know. I I knew most of them, but not not the John Lynch. There were some good good nuggets in there. Yeah, spend some time. Let's talk. uh, Let's huddle up. Let's huddle up because we're Mm -hmm. uh, we're halfway through the show. And the people need cool. to know what's going on just a little bit outside of the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl will dominate, dominate this show. But let's let's talk. Let's huddle up, and then we'll talk. Good news of the week, critical number of the week, something you were stuck on, your quote size question of the week, and your goat of the week trainer. What is your good news of the week? Nick Saban. Oh, hey. He is what thriving. You? He is not only going to join college game day. Yep. Are they going to keep – are they going to kind of keep – Lee Corso around is a, I, I got a theory a, about that. Okay. Theory about that. We'll hear. He's also playing in the Wednesday round at the Waste Management Open down in Phoenix. It was so National Signing a, Day. It was National Signing Day, Nick. On National Signing Day. I need he's you. Chilling. I need you a little more focused, but that's fine. You just got to retirement. Waste Management Open sounds pretty good. You've been playing a lot of golf since this, you got retired. This marks he, – he was spotted playing golf with – was it Travis Scott and – um 50 cent so this marks he's not only playing golf with those guys he's also playing golf on national signing day this is officially the end of nick saban coaching if he's not doing something behind the scenes for recruiting in some weird way on national signing day he's done he's got to be done so you're 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 calling nick saban's retirement six weeks after it's already happened official okay like like when tom brady when tom brady took a while for him to do his selfie video at that condo on the beach, you know, and he started crying. He was like, yeah, I'm done. It, it took like six weeks for him to kind of like actually go through the motions and actually can, you know, confirm it. So, so the good news, the good, are you, so your, your, your good news is that Nick Saban is done with coaching or is it the fact that Nick Saban is joining ESPN as an Allen, an analyst for college game I'm, day? I'm happy that, yeah, I'm happy. I do like, he's going to be propose. in your living room every Saturday. Right. All right. You thought you got rid of that smiling face with the six rings, seven rings. You didn't. He's going to be there and haunt you for the rest of your life. Every single fan in the world, Nick Saban will never die. And now he can't beat UVA anymore in, in a bowl game. You know, everything was good. So he's, also he's with, Nick, <laughs> yeah, with Nick Saban on uh, college game day, have we finally found a worthy enough replacement for Lee Corso? Let's let I let's let McAfee so. make the picks and do the chance and put on the mascot heads and let's shift Nick Saban to Lee Corso's chair and let I mean let Lee call in for a pick or something. I don't know. I don't want to cut him completely out because yeah. it seems like it's gonna be one of those situations when Lee Corso doesn't have football anymore. He might uh move on, let's say. Let's call it yeah, moving it happened, on. It happened to Joe Paterno. A much worse person, but yeah, yeah, he's did, a terrible yeah, human being. Okay, but st- yeah, you bear sort of. bear Bryant. Um, let's just let Nick Saban come in and and get the desk. That's one person that skips the hardworking people below him and goes straight to the desk. Mm. Yes, this is a good. Uh, you don't have to like with uh, Greg Olson getting removed for Tom Brady from his job at Fox, which I think is BS. This one's fair. I think he deserves and he's whatever been, situation he's walking into. Yeah, and he's been good. He's he's done it before. He's been on that desk before. Yeah. Not only that, he makes a been making a Thursday appearance of the Pat McAfee show for like a year or two. So he is well spoken mm. and good with media. Um I do have a question though. You ready? Are you sad about the commissioner situation? Nah, Greg Sankey, Greg Sankey this week basically announced that he's becoming the commissioner of college football when uh, him okay. him and the Big Ten your- form some sort of like uh uh advisory board that's going to govern college athletics. I mean, this is it for the NCAA. So Greg Sankey and the Big Ten are – well, Greg Sankey's the, the I don't know, head honcho at the SEC, and the Big Ten, whoever that puppet is, is going to form a governing body. And the NCAA is no more. I mean, ding dong, the NCAA is dead. But also, here's my question. Is yeah. anybody wondering where David Pollock is a couple of years removed after telling Nick Saban to his face that Kirby Smart was the gold standard of the SEC? He got laid off. Who's mm-hmm. going to be on that desk instead of David Pollock? <laughs> you you looked you looked at the 
you looked at the bear in the face and said that and you poked him and you're sitting at home and Nick Saban is taking your job. Coincidence? Took your Coincidence, David? You <laughs> homer? Yeah. I don't care that you were the best linebacker that the SEC has ever seen. Don't come at the king. You better if you come at the king, so, you better not miss. So what are we missing now? We got all right. We got Herb Street for Ohio State. We yep. got Desmond Howard for Michigan. Yep. We got Saban for Alabama. We need Pat McAfee from what, West Virginia. West, okay. Yeah, but I'm saying like of the the blue bloods in college football, we need like a Clemson guy or an OU no. guy or a Texas guy. No. Maybe an OU or Texas. Maybe a mm-hmm. USC. A Pac-12 representative. Yeah. Guy. Just put just Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly's fat neck. He'd be, you know. Is he in that. the NFL he's yet? Kind of, he's kind of quirky. He was he's mean. potentially going to be the commanders until Cliff Kingsbury came back from Thailand and got off the, the hard stuff. He uh, was up for the running for the OC job. Oh, okay. But that didn't happen. Yeah. Um. All right. Give me your critical number of the week, trainer. Seven. What is that? <clears throat> Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes Jr. Yes. The one playing. Uh, could join this list, which I thought was really cool. One of the cooler things I've seen on ESPN in a while, graphic-wise, Mahomes could join these six gentlemen mm-hmm. in being the one of the only seven players in professional sports history, that would be of the big four, to win three championships and two MVPs in their first seven seasons. He, seven seasons. He would be the seventh to win in seven seasons to start so larry bird what what would what is he winning three championships and what two mvps and two mvps in his first seven seasons as a professional sports player okay larry bird that's a pretty good that's pretty good company so far yeah the rest have passed uh bill russell Mm -hmm. mickey mantle he was pretty good stan the man musual i have no idea who that is uh ex cardinals great Oh, of course. So St. Louis, course. St. Louis Cardinals. Baseball, baseball Joe, Joe DiMaggio. I've heard of Joe. And this cute little Canadian named Guy Lafleur, who's uh, apparently he's like Canadian, uh, or sorry, hockey royalty. So I had to look up Lafleur. Guy Lafleur. I don't know. Today. I knew Larry the, Bird. The Canadians. Michael <laughs> I knew Bill Russell. No, I, knew, I knew Bill Russell, Mickey Mantle, and Joe DiMaggio, obviously. But. You know, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Jalen Monroe. Mm. All right. All right. Well, did you say Jalen Monroe? What did you say? Marilyn Monroe. He had a thing with Marilyn Monroe uh, before JFK did. Yeah. Fun fact. And, yeah. He married her and beat her a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Really nice guy, oh, Joe. I, I didn't know about that part. Yeah. He beat her up. Um. All right. My critical number <laughs> is, <laughs> I mean, I don't, know what to, I don't know what to say. The facts are the facts. Nah, you're right. Yeah, facts are facts. $270,000. Ooh. The amount... Is this about Brett Favre still owes or something? Oh, uh, maybe. I'm probably more than that. I think it's more. I think. I think you might have to add a comma there somewhere. This is the mm. price tag of the Lamborghini that Carson Beck mm. purchased with his NIL, NIL money. Now Carson Beck is the starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs, who has not won anything. Ooh. Does he have an SEC championship? No. Does he have a national championship? He beat Tennessee. No. He beat Tennessee, right? He beat Tennessee. He beat. Florida State really bad. Wow. And I'm not worried about the money. The money doesn't bother me. What I'm worried about is the fact that the Athens Motor Speedway that has been the Motor Speedway for all the Georgia Bulldog players driving recklessly over the years just got a Lamborghini into the herd. And so Kirby better hire some driver's eds and have them on retainer and make it mandatory that these guys are like, you can't go 90 miles an hour on these roads. That Lamborghini is going to go 90 miles an hour with a touch of the pedal. He's going to. Could you imagine being that young and owning a Lamborghini? No. I would do some dumb things in it. I would have Pat Mahomes Sr.'s driving record. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get pulled <laughs> over in a Lamborghini when you can go 1,000 miles an hour. So I, I like what you did there. That was a number. That was your number. And that's also a stuck factor for Georgia fans. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a combo. Oh, and by the way, uh, just just I had this in my notes. Um, Alabama got the second recruiting class behind uh, Georgia on signing day. Just just gonna point that out. Just a, thing. just a thing. Also, do you want to feel old? 
Drake. Uh, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's son is taking the Washington defensive coordinator position. Man, we are Yeah, that well, that not necessarily not as bad. Dre Fitzpatrick kid is going to Alabama. Oh yeah, that we, we covered that yeah. a while ago, but yeah, a while ago. It's mm-hmm. he's now going to be enrolled there either in the fall or already this semester. It's like wait a minute, wait a minute, what? All right, give me your stuck on the week, Trainer. Super, super fans, right in Massey to uh, recognize which show, which episode that came on. My stuck factor. Speaking of Pat McAfee, <clears throat> was watching uh, highlights earlier, and uh, Tony Pollard was on the Pat McAfee show, mm-hmm. and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he likes to do the zero dark thirty. What is it? What, what zero dark twenty three? LeBron does with social media when he's like, I'm off off social media. Oh I'm trying yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. Take yeah, some time. Yeah, yeah. So Tony Pollard did not know until live on air that Dan Quinn, his defensive coordinator of his Dallas Cowboys team, had left and taken the commander's job. It was one of those like, what the hell is going on? It was just the biggest like Vince Lombardi. Speaking of the Vince Lombardi Trophy, what the hell is going on out here? Nobody's communicating. Like nobody's even sending out that. Speaking of corporate, that email to say like, "Hey, Dan Quinn is taking a new position." <laughs> yeah, I, it, yeah, exactly. It it baffles me when I saw it, but looking back, like, remember the, some of those Morgan Cox interview, who's a long snapper for the Super Bowl champion Ravens, and is pro currently bowler. long Pro Bowler, four time Pro Bowler. Um, he, was, he was this year, five time Pro Bowler. Mm. Um, should have yeah. should have listed that earlier. He would say that he would just completely unplug. Like just he would just we would ask him about stuff going on and like some speculations during the draft. He's like, dude, I show up on day one, I figure out who's in that locker room, and then I continue on with like my career. Yeah. So it's it's there is part of that because I mean I I wonder like as a player, the amount of coaches that cycle through that you're just like my head is spinning when whenever I get the phone mm-hmm. call for spring practice, I'll be there. That's fair. I mean, and he wasn't you know. Pollard does not play defense. He's not his like. He doesn't. He doesn't um, report to him as a coordinator. So that's that's totally fair. It's just I don't know. I guess it just kind of speaks. So we we went over last week. Jarrett, we're hanging around the rim, like the rim of the toilet. Uh, McCarthy's just he's just so close to the rim. It's just like it's just sad. But silver lining, we got some fun like sexy news. Rex Ryan is up for the defensive coordinator position for the Cowboys, and I'm like. If we're going to do that, why don't why don't we call Brent Benemy, Benemy, who's lost his job with the Commanders? Oh, like Eric he's Ben-Amy. just gotten Eric Benemy. Excuse me. Why not just you know let's just do let's just get let's get exciting. Like I, why does Mike McCarthy get to keep his? It, I didn't even think about this. He's already on a you know performance improvement plan to <laughs> get his. Is that corporate speak that you suck at your job and, and you need to pick it up? The PIP, brother. I've, I've um, invested too much money in you. We can't fire you. Please work harder. Yeah. Just get, All right. just get Ben, just get Ben and me and like, you know, just have two coordinators. So I'm hoping for Ben and me and Rex Ryan to at least make it entertaining on us. Uh, let's see. They play NFL games on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays, and Mondays next season. So I'm going to, I'm not going to skip my stock on. I'll circle back to it, but all my questions of the week were were along these lines is they were like more like did you know questions one was eric Bieniemy doesn't have a coaching job i did not know that and then i if, you, if i scroll down my first note was i forgot that cliff kingsbury was an offensive analyst for usc this year it was his second stint at the school he coached on the leak and riley is caleb williams qb coach and now the commanders are hiring the the QB coach, like, is Josh Harris ready to make a splashy move? And I was like, wait, if Cleef Kingsbury's there, Eric Bietemi doesn't have a job. That's weird. And then I looked up Steve Belichick, and I was like, oh, he's got a job at Washington University. I'm sure his dad made a couple phone calls. Jed Fish, yeah. who is the new head coach at Washington, was like a 2020 – worked for the Pats in 2020. That is a classic case of, like, hey, dad, do you mind calling up Jed Fish? I need a job. At least a Jeff Fisher for a minute. And almost my head almost exploded. I the, forgot who Washington's coach was. Jet, <laughs> Jet Fish. He got hired from Arizona. Um, yeah, ah. that was so strange. It's so strange. Eric Bieniemy. We said it uh, maybe a couple of weeks ago. He must be a bad interview. He must not be a people person. Mm-mm. Like, how is be, his genius getting wasted? I don't know. He went from taking the Chiefs, winning the Super Bowl after losing Tyree Kill, 
to saying I have a prove it season, doing a pretty good job. I mean, I'd say pretty good job with the Washington offense last year. Sure, all things considered. Yeah, and then Sam just Howell had some the- ridiculous passing numbers. Yeah. I mean, his yeah. mistakes were up he there. Did, he did good. He did good work with him, and they weren't even that healthy. And like the, their defense was garbage. So like, and they traded everybody on defense yeah. too. I, I think that the the they kept he kept them in games with the offense. I just it, he must rub people the wrong way, or he has bad old man breath. Oh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Something. Something's going on. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to my stuck on. It is not football-related. It is football-related. Ooh. So, uh, the World Cup is coming to America in 2026, and they just am- announced the host cities from Canada to Mexico. That's There's games in Toronto and Boston, Atlanta, L.A., Jerry's World, Philadelphia, mm-hmm. Kansas City, but it's also funded me that when I was looking at these stadiums, that depending on where you draw, some of these teams will be playing at sea level, like a Seattle, uh, Boston. I mean, Atlanta's mm. what's Atlanta? Four hundred feet above sea level. It's gonna be like the new coastline when global warming's done with us. Um, and some people are gonna play at seventy five hundred feet in Mexico. It's like that is a huge, huge swing in. That's like getting announced that, oh, you're going to play in Denver, but 2,500 feet above mm-hmm. Denver. Like it's, it is a high altitude to be playing World Cup soccer. Yeah, that sounds like a got to be one of the bigger variability discrepancies like for elevation, for player – I mean, for um, matches taking place across a World Cup. Yeah, right? it's, it's, it's going to be great. And, and – what I'm also stuck on is the storyline for this World Cup are far less interesting because there's no uh, religious dictatorship that's actively uh, practicing slave labor to build stadiums that will eventually sit derelict. We all have uh, Mexico, Canada, and the United States has the infrastructure, and the stadiums all, all exist, and the hotels all exist. So mm-hmm. when are, we're not going to get any like overgrown stadiums. I mean, you see that in Brazil after they host the World Cup. And I, I guess in Qatar, they might be mummified. They'll last forever because they're just in the middle of the desert. But it's it's just like <laughs> we don't have a body count for how many people are dying building these stadiums. And I'm wondering what we're going to talk about. Soccer during the World Cup? Soccer? Like what's going on on the pitch? Yeah. What, what, what are the footies doing when we're playing footies? Yeah. What's that striker going to do with that corner kick? I don't know. We're going to be so well versed in soccer. Is that offsides? Offsides is negotiable, I think, in in, in soccer. All right, trainer, give me your uh, quote slash question of the week. <clears throat> this is all. This is a two two men reading lines here. Okay. The greatest coach of all time did not get hired. So, sorry, the quote unquote greatest coach of all time did not get hired out of six head coaching jobs open. I think that debate can be put to rest now. Marlon Humphrey, law Jesus. Help our youngsters understand the definition of respect, Deion Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Was this in response to Marlon Humphrey? Yes, to him. Direct like, response? Of, uh, pooping on Belichick. His, yeah, direct response to his. Um, yeah, him, him social, not getting. Social posts. Yeah, him not getting uh, a job does not make him not the greatest coach of all time. It makes him grumpy and old. Yes, and wanted too much power, as we've gone through many uh, times the last two weeks. All right. Um, oh, excuse me. What's your uh, go to the week? Since I've already done my, my questions were already answered throughout the huddle. Oh, I, sorry. I had a question for you, too. Oh, shoot. Um, all right. Superstitions. Which superstition do you like more here, Massey? Okay. Wearing red in this Super Bowl could spell trouble for Kansas City. Mm. Teams wearing white are 16-3. and three. In the last 19 Super Bowls. Really? And and the Chiefs are wearing red. But one of those three wins was by the Chiefs in 2020 over the, the Niners in the Super Bowl. Ooh. That's number one. Ooh. Or okay. All right. In the la- this one, uh, this, all right. In the last 30 years, every time the Super Bowl has been played in between two teams, one team traveling east, that would be the Niners. Mm-hmm. One team traveling west, that would be the Chiefs. The team traveling westward, westbound, is uh, undefeated. Since when? 30 years, past 30 years. This would be the 
New England and the Rams in Atlanta. This would be New England and Seattle in Glendale, Arizona. Baltimore and San Francisco in New Orleans. Pittsburgh and Arizona and Tampa. Pittsburgh and Seattle in Detroit. Tampa and Oakland in San Diego. And in New Orleans, New England versus St. Louis when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl. Man, that puts my brain in a pickle because the red jersey things, the red jerseys, the curse is kind of broken when if the Chiefs did it, right? And the Chiefs are wearing red again. So that right. might not have much of an effect, but the traveling west part is is, is a little yeah. more compelling because the Chiefs didn't break it. So oh boy, that might that might bend my decision a little bit. That might, mm-hmm. that might mm-hmm. do it. All right, we gotta we gotta pick this game. So give me your go to the week. Uh well, I'll just go. Yeah, we can save the NBA one for later. This one is for who I wish, if if in a perfect world, Jerry would have fired Mike McCarthy and uh, actually gotten a stud out there to be head coach. Mike Vrabel. Um, a GM suggested at the Senior Bowl that Mike Vrabel's physical build and size may have intimidated people from other organizations and could have played a part in him not getting a head coaching job. Quote, I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me that Vrabel's physical build, that he's a very large human being, that he can be very intimidating to people in organization i just imagine these little these little ner- these little, little nerdy dorks, little finance corporate, bros little, mike vraber walks in q1 q2 pi uh, performance improvement plan uh dorks being intimidated by mike vraber and being that scared peeing their peeing their slacks because they're so afraid of him to be the head coach even though he's a proven commodity that that is the 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 tiny egos that we have on on the people that hire around there. Well, I don't know if he's a good fit. Why he's really good at his job? He's big. He's scary. But he they probably pulled out some other analytics that that mm. answered that didn't question. Know, didn't yeah? Didn't rush Derrick Henry on enough third downs or something? Yeah, some yeah. BS. They gave him some <laughs> analytical BS, and it smells the high heaven. They, you're just you're just scared of Mike Vrabel, and it's okay. Because most of the world is scared of Mike Vrabel besides current NFL players probably. And even them, they're probably a little scared of Mike Vrabel because he is big and he is scary. But mm-hmm. it's kind of nice to, to have the respect of your team if you're just big and scary. That works. It works like that sometimes. If you command respect, then sometimes it's given just because of your stature. And he would cut off his member for a Super Bowl. So there's like there's stuff like that that you got to – you got to consider with the intensity, you know, you want Mike Vrabel in the building. I would hope so. And on the sideline. All right. My, uh, my go to the week is, uh, whoever the guy is that climbed the sphere today in Las Vegas, some dude just free soloed the sphere in Vegas and stood on top. He says he's an activist and he's raising, raising money to make, a to help a homeless pregnant woman. But hmm. I, that sounds like a righteous cause. I still think it was really cool seeing him standing on top of the sphere. That was pretty sweet. I was like, oh, there's a dude up there. What's he doing up there? And then I read along. Apparently, Las Vegas police are pretty pissed because there's going to be some copycatters. Yeah, because everyone's taking mushrooms and walking into the most psychedelic experience of their life. Someone's going to climb this fear. Someone's got to know what's on the other side. Do I dare open the can of worms of his cause? Is he, He's fighting for her. I don't for, know. I don't, know. Yeah. I don't look into stuff like that anymore because it ends up <laughs> that the guy will, is probably some like – crazy glue sniffer you know and Mm. you just don't and he's next thing you know your daughter's knocked up and there's change missing from the drawer you know like you can't predict it all you can't predict it all all right we got to talk sounds like a sounds like a a previous zion williamson relationship maybe too soon hey (laughs) hey 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 better calm down we're not even mentioning the pelicans (laughs) here and by the way the pelicans are kind of good but we won't go down there maps Because we're going to the Super Bowl, trainer. This is it. San Francisco, the number one seed coming out of the NFC. Kansas City, the number six seed coming out of the AFC. We've gone over the storylines. They're the number two seed? Three Three. seed. Sorry, three. Three. uh, How many fingers am I holding up? Three. Well, you've changed them. They were the third seed. They, they were sorry. It was Ra- yeah, Ravens Bills because they had to go to the Bills. Remember, so they're the three seed going to the Bills. They hosted the first round in the wild card. Oh, 
And that's good. That finishes my introduction. The Niners are finished. I mean, not finished, <laughs> are favored by a point and a half. Patrick Mahomes, underdog in the Super Bowl. What do you have mm-hmm. for us, trainer? That's a fact. Because I have I have some some watching tips for the Super Bowl that like if you want to sound smart, just name drop these names. Mm. Go start leave with those. I like that. So so let's let's talk Super Bowl. All right. We've set it up. We're talking Super Bowl. Guys, if you don't watch football that much, here are some names that you can throw around during the Super Bowl party that will make you sound smart. But <laughs> If you get into a conversation, if you get in the weeds a little bit, always have an escape plan. Oh, I got to get another beer. Oh, I need to use the men's room. Oh, hold on. Like, my kid's crying outside. I got I to gotta, I gotta throw up. That commercial is terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff, stuff like that. Rasheed Rice, Kansas City mm-hmm. wide receiver. He's good. Now, he, Kansas City Chiefs have struggled all year at the position, but he has been a highlight. And if somehow they bottle up Travis Kelsey – Let's just say, look out for Rice. He might be Patrick Mahomes' favorite target. Yeah, I'd say he's taken over as like last year's Juju Smith-Schuster, a veteran who was like the heir apparent to Tyreek Hill, taking over that mantle as best he could. Yeah. So, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco, Kansas City's running back. He runs like he's an angry man and punishes the turf because he stomps his feet so hard. Did you know Pacheco and Edwards Hilaire are both 24? Really? Where did Pacheco come from? He was kind of low drafted. Hell Air was a first round pick from LSU. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's good. Interesting. Just keep that in your mind. And on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the ball, if you want to go this deep, everyone knows who Chris Jones is. He's a mm-hmm. game wrecker. He's got ten and a half sacks on the year for Kansas City. But on the other side, uh George Carl Ooh, K-A-R-L-A-F-T-I-S. Carlathis. I'm going to get some blowback on that. He's the defensive end on the other side of the ball from Chris Jones. He also has 10 and a half sacks. They are game wreckers. Also, you need to know the guy named Legereus Sneed. He's had one touchdown thrown him all year. He's a lockdown corner. He is good to know. Um, From the San Francisco side, can you name any skilled positions that aren't household names like Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, both wide receivers, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. Um, if you want to go a little deeper on San Francisco side, talk about their left tackle, Trent Williams. He's the best athlete on the field. Yeah, Hall of, Hall of Fame stamping Super Bowl for him. Yeah, if Trent, Trent Williams yeah. will be the biggest, baddest man on this field. I can't name of someone who will can match Trent Williams' athleticism and size. Yeah, 100%. And, yeah, and talk about the linebackers. Fred Warner, he's good. He's he's all of, might arguably a Hall of Famer, but if yeah, you want to go deeper, he's on the track. He's on the track. If you want to go deeper, there's a guy named Dre Greenlaw. Y'all might know him from picking off Jared Goff to seal the deal and kept running around like his head was on fire. Not very smart, but he hits the hardest out of that linebacking core. That's what my boss says. Dre yep. Greenlaw, hard hitter. That's all you got to say. Dre Greenlaw, you, that guy hits pretty hard. Now get out of that conversation. Go to the Buffalo Chicken Dip. You know, just just name, just just drop some names. Sound smart. Sound smart at your Super Bowl party. Get on your phone, pretend you're live betting, or actually live bet. If you have a bookie or you have a FanDuel um, subscription, and whatever states allow it. Yeah, uh, mail each other cash in the side inside of Bible, like Shawshank Redemption. All right, let's talk about the Super Bowl. Who you got, trainer, and why? <sighs> so that that seven and zero West East to West stat spooked me because i i took the niners last week at the the very very end the tail end of that show i went to san francisco the line has not moved it was a point and a half then it's a point and a half now from what i can see Mm -hmm. um i mean these are definitely the best defenses either of these teams have faced i would say maybe the yeah the ravens defense was probably the best defense that that the two have faced in the playoffs so far, and the Chiefs faced them last time. And the Ravens Baltimore. wiped the floor with San Francisco around Christmas time. They did. They did wipe the floor, San Francisco. Um, whew, where was your defense now? Where's your defense now? Uh oh, you're freezing I, up, dude. You're freezing up. You're supposed to have I'm, these locked and loaded. You want me to go? I'll do it. I'll go. Yeah, do it. Give me Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I'm so sick okay. and tired of getting burned by Patrick Mahomes. I have 
I have picked against him all the way through the playoffs, dude. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Patrick Mahomes. And it's Travis Swift. Let's just have the psyop begin. Mm-hmm. If the government says it's rigged, then I'm saying it's rigged. Give me the Chiefs. You let me off the hook. I'll just, I'll just, I'll stay the course. I'll keep the Niners. Um, I guess geographically, geographically, they're closer. I think they have more guys. Kyle Shanahan's got the demons. Andy Reid. They have the dudes. <sighs> they got. He's going to stick. San Francisco's got the dudes. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where maybe I, I know I like Rice, and I feel like you know Valdez Scantling they can do enough. Kelsey will have a good enough game. I feel like it's one of those games where Andy Reid will say, "I'm coming back for another one." And we're going to go get another number one in the offseason. And the Chiefs lose the Super Bowl to the 49ers. The Chiefs lose the Super Bowl in the 49ers. Yeah, I'm taking the Niners. I'll stick with the Niners. All right, give me Kansas City. I'll take those points, though. All right. I'll take yeah. those points. You, you, get, you get the points. Don't worry. Sports fans, that is all the time we have for you on our Super Bowl-filled huddle and, well, show here because it is Super Bowl. Everybody enjoy it while football lasts. There's only three more hours of football, trainer. It's all come down to this. Yeah, now it's just mock drafts and babies and memories. (laughs) All right, right, sports fans. (laughs) That's it. That's it.